My favorite vampire couldn't read a girl's thoughts and then started stalking her. Jesus. <laughs> Mine uh, shot guns and wore dominatrix outfits. Nice. My favorite vampire is Ron Perlman. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> They've all been bitten, I, I mean, touched by a podcast. Welcome to Touched by a Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. I'm Ben. And we're all Team Edward today. No. As we're oh talking God. vampires. <laughs> so sparkly. Um, but not the sparkly vampires from the great work of fiction. What? Oh, wait, that oh, was fiction? Was it, was it fiction? Twilight was fake. I thought I could have sworn Twilight was real. Documentary? Yeah. Yeah, like I thought it was about the real life struggles of Edward. <laughs> yes, the 150-year-old banging the 17-year-old chick. Yeah, that's what. I was led to believe this was based on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was the Biden Chronicle. Like this I'm I'm so disappointed now. My world is upside down. Oh, have you lost faith in your overall goal? Everything. <laughs> I Everything. <laughs> I, I can't go to work on Tuesday. I can't. Oh, go. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Too much welcome to the pod. Like three minutes. <laughs> All right. So yeah, welcome to the <clears throat> podcast. Uh, like I said, we're talking vampires, and as always, we are talking a alcoholic beverage. Today's alcoholic beverage of choice is from Wild Heaven, and it is was it Wild Blood. Wise, wise, wise blood. blood. Sorry, Wild Heaven Wise Blood IPA. Serve your community. <laughs> what? Serve your neighbor. Sorry. Yes. Service your neighbor. Yes. Service your Do neighbor. That too. <laughs> uh, Evandale Estates, Georgia, is where Wild Heaven beer is. Uh, we're gonna see if it takes us to heaven. Uh, if you believe in it, we gonna find oh. out. Oh, we gonna find what? out. What? Huh? So we gonna find out about this beer. I'm confused too. <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. All right, All right here we go. go. Oh. oh, it sprayed me. That one hurt my <laughs> nail. What the fuck? <laughs> Cheers. It smells like the last one. <laughs> Cheers. Clink. They all taste the same. <laughs> this is a little bloodier. <laughs> I think Chris brought it on the wrong time of the month. Oh, ho, 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 ho. No, it's the right time. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Ripe time? Weird. That does taste different. Yeah, That's not a normal IPA. It does taste a little different. It's a little IPA-er. A little ipa What is that? I don't know. Maybe it is blood. Mm. Did you get this from the same place you got that bovine shot, Chris? <laughs> no. It's just nothing but blood. <laughs> it's not quite as syrupy as that one, but um, yeah, so we're talking vampires. Um, it's an interesting topic and probably a topic that we would want to split up. Um, but 
We're we'll not see, going to. We'll, yeah, we'll see how this one goes first. There's lots of um, really cool legends and folklore, and we're going to try to tackle a few of them. Um, obviously, the biggest one, the most um, well-known, and the, uh, I guess the... I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. The inspiration for Bram Stoker, the Stoke Master, um, was Vlad the Impaler, or Vlad Dracul. Right? Anyone? Oh. No one? No one? Okay. Uh, Anyways. Your guess I, 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 I thought Vlad the Impaler was a porn star. I don't know. He might that, be. Yeah, well, he? Yes, that that is correct, but that's oh, not what this. I don't like that I was correct on that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, the fact that we knew it so quickly. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> um, yeah, the inspiration. Um, he was. Kind of, would you say he was kind of a sick individual? <laughs> um, yeah, he was. Um, he was a the ruler of. Um, mm, it's that city you can't pronounce. Yeah. Right? Wallachia, Wallachia, Romania. Uh, off and on, he ruled it from 1456 to 1462. Um, he basically fought against the Ottoman Empire, and actually, in Romania, he is considered a hero uh, because he stood up to the Ottoman Empire. But the reason he was nicknamed the Impaler was because when he he liked to kill his enemies by impaling them with a wooden spike. Oh, it wasn't his massive dong? No, sorry, that was later. He might have had a massive dong, and that was what he did you know, behind closed doors, yes. Anyway, so his, his method <laughs> of choice, and this is, this, this is the brutal, the brutal part of it. I mean, obviously, yeah, he's killing him with a wooden stake, but he didn't, so he he didn't just like, you know, stab him and kill him so much. His favorite thing, especially when he really didn't like you, was he would stick it in the butt. <laughs> Hold on, wait, you this, real? I mean, I think yeah. you're just, you know, this dude is pretty uh, reinforcing what I said. This dude's pretty wild. <laughs> was he the original porn star? Unless you're into snuff films, I don't think so, man. He was doing it in front of crowds because they didn't have cameras. So they would do it. <laughs> they, it, it, it they had, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vladimir <Blatton> Taylor. <laughs> oh, man. Um. <laughs> Anyways, was this the original UFO probe? Uh, I don't know what kind of data he was getting from it, but uh, <laughs> basically, so you would slide down this pole. What the hell? Oh. It just gets like it's in, too good. This until, is too good until you die. That's all it was. So yeah, it was oh excruciating God. death. Uh, it took a long time to kill you. Um, I want to say, and oh. I, I didn't pull it up, um, but I think if he sometimes it would say this for the people he hated the most. Oh God! He would actually. Put the blunt end. Oh, that makes sense. And, and then that way, you, it took longer for you to die as you slow because it was your body weight basically is dragging you down this. And he would basically make like a like a, it was like a field of impaled people that he would mm. have. And he did it to everyone, anybody who challenged him, anybody he didn't like. Um, was there a body count for him? I don't kill count. I guess. I don't know if there's a kill count or not. There might be like an estimation. We have to. That's uh, insane. Like, why would you cross this dude at that point? It's like, hey, man, you going to mess with Vlad? I mean... Yeah, man, I'm about to go get him. You know he will slide you down a pole till you die. Yeah, but that's if butt. this that's if those people thought they were going to lose. People that thought they were going to lose are not going to go fight him. 
Or I mean, that's they're looking for punishment. They just true. like like. Do you, do you jump into a fight knowing you're gonna lose? I don't jump into fights. Period. So <laughs> <laughs> I am totally the wrong person to ask. I'm, not, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, um, it's gross. Wow. So yeah, he would definitely. Uh, so he would use a wood or metal pole and it's inserted through the body from front to back or vertically through the rectum or vagina. The exit wound could be near the victim's neck, shoulders, or mouth. In some cases, the pole was rounded, not sharp, to avoid damaging internal organs and thereby prolonging the suffering of the victim. He was smart. He was a dick. No, he was a sadist. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's um, a smart sadist. The pole was then raised vertically to display the victim's torment. It could take hours or days for the impaled person to die. Oh. But, hey, he was widely credited for bringing order and stability to the region. And his rule was undisputedly vicious. Well, yeah. Uh, he had like dozens of Saxon merchants um, who were once allied with the Boyers, which is who he was, like, one of the people you're fighting, uh, were impaled one time just, you know, because he's him. Good guy. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't find an estimation on that. So what? What? Uh, he what time did period? kill. Oh, this is the fourteen sixties. Fourteen, I think fourteen forty something to fourteen sixty. He was off and on because he got captured and he did got ran off at some points and came back. Um, all right, here we go. It is estimated Vlad killed. 80,000 or about 80,000 people through various means that includes some 20,000 people were impaled and put on display outside the city of uh, Targovo Targovisti? Yeah. yeah. Targovist? I don't know. Anyways, um, so this dude was pretty messed up, man. Um, but I guess why they thought, you know, vampire uh, was another thing that he liked to do or these are tales and they don't know if it's true. It's not verified but these are tales that he would sit out with a table amongst his impaled victims and dip his bread in their blood. Um, I mean, okay. Yeah. Because it was basically a forest. He had a forest of impaled people. A bunch of impaled sticks with people. And they're all ripe for the picking. Oh, yeah. And um, I think it was like a, like a picture of him with like a bowl that they would just get the blood in the bowl and he would just dip his bread in it. Like he was, you know, I mean, that makes... 100% sense to me. This dude's fucked already. So why would you not? Mm-hmm. Well, I know why, why I wouldn't. AIDS. <laughs> well, I don't know if AIDS was... That we know. Of. Yeah. It was totally around back then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Vlad had it. Oh, <laughs> Vlad definitely had it. He had some blood disease. Um, yeah, so... That's pretty brutal. He was mm. He was a beast. Um, it was 1476 while marching to yet another battle with the Ottomans Vlad and a small vanguard of soldiers were ambushed and Vlad was killed and beheaded by most reports his head was delivered to Mehmed II in Constantinople as a trophy to be displayed about the city gate Istanbul Constantinople instantly I'm surprised they didn't impale him like I would be like how's it feel huh how's it feel he would have liked it. You know what? Maybe that's why. He was like, so... Uh, yeah, he just like bent right over. You gonna impale me? <laughs> Apparently, like, before they were, he was killed, like, back um, 
well before that. But anyways, uh, that Sultan Mehmed the second, they were they were going to invade, and they went to that city. And after seeing the scale of Vlad's carnage and the thousands of decaying bodies being picked apart by crows, they turned back and retreated the continent. I mean, could you imagine that smell? I mean, it worked. I mean. Can't can't blame the guy for no doing what he had to do, I guess. But that's it's kind of messed Fear up. Fear by intimidation. Oh yeah. So yeah, this dude was the the you know the reason Brom really came up with that whole with the his version of Dracula was based on this guy. Um. I mean, I've heard. I mean, I've seen documentaries on him. I've seen some stories that say that when they tried to they dug up where he was supposed to be buried, there wasn't. His body wasn't there. His bones weren't there. Mm. And you know, there's all that folklore and all that stuff about you know, vampires. And, oh, and maybe that's true, but... I mean, the, the people thinking maybe it's true, but, I mean, it, for the, all you can really tell is Brom used the um, story of Vlad, kind of tweaked it a little bit, made his his story, his Dracula story. Um, Interesting. But that's, that's one of the more famous, most famous, and kind of where the lineage that goes from Dracula, Ram Struggles Dracula, all the way down to the abomination that is Twilight, to um, your <laughs> vampire diaries. Don't like, talk about Ben's shows and movies like I'm this. Sorry, I'm sorry. He's going to get angry. But yeah, Dude. definitely that whole romantic kind of thing was not Vlad. I mean, I've seen some where they kind of romanticize his um, courtship of his wife and all that I crap. I think I've seen that movie too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if they made a Vlad the Impaler movie... They, well, they did, yeah. Um, Dracula, The Untold Story, which mm-hmm. was actually a fairly good movie. I watched it. Uh, it was a big-time movie they had recently. Mm. It was pretty good. Um, lots of documentaries. Like I don't know, man. It's, it, a lot of it's you know, hard to really know what he did. I think he poisoned a group of nobles at mm. one point, too. Like He had them come to dinner and then killed them all. Um, mm. He gave no fucks. Just going to throw that out there. But anyways, that's uh, that's the backstory on Vlad. Um, looks like he's he's viewed as a hero in Romania um, because he stood up to the Ottoman Empire, which was basically just conquering and taking over everything, all of the things. If you want to know more, because I did, I barely scratched the surface on Vlad the Impaler. Um, so if you really want to know a lot more about him, I would definitely research that because it's a it's a cool story. Um, Everything being captured, him escaping, him um, having a bunch of wins. It's almost Game of Thrones type crap, man. He was having to make deals with certain people and trying to get help against the Ottomans and then fighting. I think at one point he might have even fought for the Ottomans. I have no, I can't remember. It was it was weird. But, hmm. you know, all for the um, benefit of Romania. Country first. And Wallachia. All right, so that's some backstory on some vampire stuff. It's not all of it. I mean, there's vampires going all the way back to Greek mythology or vampire-type creatures go back from Greek mythology. So we're going to go now to Matt. Um, oh, yeah. Matt's going to take it on a take you on a different journey. Here a little go. bit. I was trying to find a year of when this all came out. I can't... This This... Year of our Lord. Anyway, uh, yeah. Oh, Chris uh, didn't like what he just did. Too much? I don't know what he did. Did it go up your nose? Mm-mm. I just didn't like it. It went down it. my throat. <laughs> uh, oh, ha, 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 ha. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I am going to give as comprehensive of an overview of the 
Changshi, or Chiangshi. I'm not sure how you pronounce that first part. Some of it has it like apostrophe, and others don't. Anyway, these are from uh, the undead creatures of Chinese mythology. Uh, these are a bit complex. I've never heard of these types of. No, I shouldn't say types of vampires. Like they're, I think they're kind of the same. But it's like there's a lot of rules. Uh, it seems for people at this time to become vampires uh, through this mythology. Don't wear white after Labor Day. Uh, that's definitely one of them, mm, um, especially because you know deal. blood stains. Blood stains. Yeah, yeah I get it. Um, no, they were uh, so. This one, instead of feeding on blood of victims, uh, they it says the the Changshi were said to suck the breath out of the living. Um, so if you eat garlic, right? That's what it's I guess. To be, right? uh, um, but says, like many European vampires, they were said to have long hair, eyebrows, and fingernails, as well as the ability to fly. Uh, of course. Yeah, as one does when you're a vampire. You turn to a bat? Uh, but, but where this gets a little... I, I guess the, the story gets a little complex for me because, uh, you know, I've got like a second grade education. Um, <laughs> they have two different souls as a living human being. There's the superior soul and the inferior soul. And the inferior soul is supposedly, it remains in the body after death. But if it was strong enough, it could reanimate the corpse. Um, and so what made that inferior soul strong was uh, when the person died, if they had unfinished business, suffered a violent death, or given an, an improper burial <clears throat> because respects had not been paid to them. Um, but also noted, uh, if they were actually buried, the strength of the inferior soul, it was not able to uh, climb its way out of a, a grave. So usually when I get something wrong done to me, I, I mean, I talk some shit, but I don't get back <laughs> out of the grave and start like trying to suck lives out of people. Yeah, so... Sucking breath. Um, yeah, that, so that's, I think, the, the inferior, when it reanimates that body, that's when the, they become the, like, the Chang-Chi, uh, a.k.a. vampire... Uh, known and they also what do they call them the hopping yeah the hopping yeah, yeah. so uh, but then the superior soul was kind of interesting it was able to leave the body when it was alive and like go on little journeys well I don't know if the I don't know if the person had to be asleep or not um, but it said it, it could go out and like do stuff but if that soul <laughs> encountered some kind of harm while it was out it would bring that back to the physical body when it returned some astral projection shit yeah right there so, uh, yeah, there, there's, it was kind of weird hearing about that, but um, it was uh, so. So it says garlic is one of the repellents, I guess, or you know, uh, and they said they're also you know vulnerable to religious verses and images. Um, but apparently, throwing rice and peas at them would keep them at bay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> rice, peas, and chopsticks. Like, what? what that's kind of. <laughs> well, why have we chopsticks? Yeah, why have we chopsticks? Why did you? Why did you go that way? Why did you go? I didn't go that way. The rice did. Oh. I like rice and peas, though. Pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Mix them together. Mm. Um, but it doesn't sound I guess like... I I'm not a hopping vampire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yet. But from what I'm reading, it doesn't sound like when these... When, when the inferior soul actually, you know, uh, takes over the, the corpse and reanimates it, that they're all... That they're very... Uh, they can't do much. Um, it's uh, some of this is saying they're more like zombies as they just kind of are like 
So they're, they're depicted as a stiff corpse dressed in official garments, and they're just, like, hopping around. Like, it's not like just another, like, a dead person walking around, like, ready to fuck you up because mm-hmm. you didn't respect them. Hopping uh, around? That's what it says. Jump, jump. With its arms jump. outstretched. Yeah, I mean, this sounds more like zombies than vampires because it said it would, they'd hop around with their arms outstretched. Yeah, I read something that it was um, the Western kind of idea of the vampire kind of bled into this, that this originally wasn't a vampire. It was a zombie-like yeah. creature, and they said the Eastern European stuff, so I guess west to them, um, kind of bled into it. In yeah, because it, it, it says, you know, like we said, they don't, they don't drink the blood, so there's one strike off why they, you know, they're not a vampire, but... It also says uh, they would usually, or they usually only would kill uh, living creatures at night, but they would absorb their life force. Is how they killed them. And it would be at night, and during the day they would rest in a coffin or hide in dark places such as caves. So there's plus one yeah. for the vampire side. So, <clears throat> it, like I said, this is probably the most complex description of a vampire type I've ever read. Because I up until today I'd never even known that there were different mm-hmm. <laughs> types of vampires. So this one is, uh, yeah, I haven't, it's, it's crazy. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I've heard about um, different types of vampires that feed off of different things. And I, I know on, actually on the History Channel, uh, reading some of uh, vampire history and stuff, they'll say that some vampires don't ingest human blood, but claim to feed off the energy of others. And these are real vampires, quotation mark. Quotation mark. Um, What's, why do you need quotation marks? Because... They're people who pretend to be vampires. That's that's what they're talking about. It's not pretend. Uh, I mean, when you have to ask for blood donors who are willing, and then you drink their blood, or you apparently can't handle blood, so you feed off the energy, or you're like a psi vampire or something like that, where it starts getting vampire into adjacent. Yeah, you're you're basically just like I really want to be a vampire because I I I've been to a hot topic and that really seems really cool, but. The blood thing kind of freaks me out a little bit. So, yeah, I'm, you know, it's like the South Park episode with Butters. And, you know, like, I'm more of a psi vampire. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, dude, it's awesome. That's where they um he they didn't tell him how to fight vampires. He has to go to Burn Down Hot Topic and have that horrible <laughs> song. Like, burn Down Hot Topic. <laughs> it's great. Uh so he does. He catches he catches on fire. It's pretty awesome. Jeez. Oh, he has to keep buying them clamato juice because that's what they drink. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Oh man. Ooh. Anyways, um, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, Hopping vampires. They should make a movie about that. I think it'd be good. Could be. Probably already did. It's probably in China. Yeah. I should look it up. Good point. Yeah, so I was reading more about when they would like leave the body, the superior soul. So it was, it sounds like it was basically a doppelganger. They said it would, um, it could appear as the exact double of the body, but it could only, leave, it could only leave the body when the person was sleeping. Um, and it would wander the countryside. Dude, there's so many Chinese vampire yeah, movies. Oh, really? This is awesome. New, new Mr. Vampire. Encounters the of the spooky kind. The era of vampires. Rigor mortis. The vampire. Vampire versus vampire. Oh, that's my favorite. This is incredible. Vampire versus vampire. I think the new Mr. Vampire is the right one because this guy looks like he's he thinks he's a zombie. I found you. 
It was made in 1987. Two feuding Taoist priests battle for the chance to bury the corpse of a triad commander in a Chinese village. Hmm. Okay, thank you for that. Lovely. It's a horror, comedy horror. Okay, that sounds good. All right, so we're renting this, right? Yeah, totally. Wait, 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 wait. There's a musical vampire in 1992. Oh, God. What's this one? Vampire Hustle. (laughs) (laughs) Music Vampire is a 1992 Hong Kong film directed by Wilson Tong and starring Lam Ching Ying. It's a spinoff of the 1985 Hong Kong movie Mr. Vampire. Oh, it's the same? Oh, God. It's got a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb. That's higher than I thought. (laughs) Oh, wow. You, know, you got to see the pictures. Oh, that is awesome. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Vampire. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay, a crazy scientist reanimates a corpse with a chemical, creating a super hopping ghost. The corpse can only be controlled by the sound of music. Taoist priest and his two assistants must stop it before it destroys the countryside. So Chinese vampire bur- weakened to Bernie's? <laughs> No, it looks. Redi- I'm looking at the yeah, pictures. It looks. That ridiculous. is the best picture ever. Oh boy, the guy, the guy who's the vampire is just like. I don't know if someone stepped on his toe, and he's screaming, like. And why is why? He looks like someone doused flour on his face and his yeah. eyebrows, and oh. gave him some really bad fake teeth. Yeah, horrible fake teeth. None of the rest of the pictures are bad, except for that one guy in the top right that looks like he's enjoying it way too much. He's just like, oh, they should yeah. remake this. I'm a donkey. <laughs> they need to remake this. Anyways, all right, so, yeah, anything else on that one? Uh, only that I was completely wrong, wrong about their strength. <laughs> are they strong? Uh, yeah, so I was wrong. I read uh, one paragraph before the other one. Um, it wasn't that it wasn't that they couldn't they didn't have the strength to get out of the grave. It just had to happen before they were buried. Um, but yeah, apparently they were super strong uh, when they were actually possessed. Uh, they could rip heads off people. Nice. Yeah. Um, but they didn't. Uh, when it happened, they didn't look normal. Um, so they were like decrepit and like decaying, greenish color, like gross looking. Yeah, that's. Sounds sexy. That's about what I got on that. All right. Ben. All right. Let's bring it to um, Matt's favorite country. That's where we first start off. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Wee, wee, wee. In France. I already know this is going to be terrible. Matthew, how do you feel about the French? Do you really want to know, Ben? I think we already do. Dirty fucking French. So, so this is kind of a story um, about. So, you think of. um, Hey, wait, wait. What did you eat for a side today? Ha 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 ha. Dirty fucking French fries. (laughs) They gave them gas. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, so if you think about, you know, when you when you think about, definitely didn't wash those potatoes. (laughs) Ew. Oh. Um, so they were authentic French yes. fries. <laughs> they were dirty and had accents and <laughs> ran away, put up the white flag. At worse, I think they might have been from French Canada. 
So they're stuck can, up. Imposters. Yeah, Canadian. They're stuck That's up. That's what I always say. Like, if, it's <laughs> if it's Canadian, then it should be Canadia. Yeah, all right. Because they're from the streets of Montreal. <laughs> all right, back to the vampires. <laughs> um, so... Saskatchewan. Think of a, a, um, a vampire that, you know, they're immortal, right? They're going to live forever. So you think of what do you do if you're going to live forever? Do you just like, you know, hop up around time? You know, do you, you know, what do you do? I, so I look at this story. That's a loaded question. Yeah, it really is. The Count of St. Germain. Um, <laughs> for I mean, like ever. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you can't get hurt. No, you cannot get hurt. Well, you probably can get hurt because vampires can die. Well, all right. Well, you just said they're them. immortal. Well, they are. You're contradicting yourself. Well, then. no. So they're immortal, but they have ways they can be. I know. I know. I know. It's all falling apart. Everything falls apart, man. But I guess what's your thoughts on immortality? I know a lot of people. A lot of people think more of like uh, you want to be mortal because you have a fear of death. That's uh, a lot of people the think that. Yeah. Um, I don't. Mm, I think I, have a fear I think of I would living. No, I, I would. I have. A, if I wanted to be immortal, uh, I've had that thought before. Like, it'd be cool to be immortal, that but it wasn't be because I'm necessarily afraid of dying. It's that I'm afraid of what I'll miss. Yep. If I'm not alive, FOMO, fear of missing out. Yeah, like I mean, because I'm a huge fan of like space travel and stuff, yeah. um, and the fact that I won't be alive to see that mm-hmm. worries me. Not worries me, but disappoints me. Mm-hmm. And so that would be my what I would think the biggest benefit of immortality is obviously the downside of seeing you your family die, your fa- family dying, and constantly having to you know eventually you probably get bored out of your mind uh, unless you're rich, you know. Which then, a lot of these types are that yeah. are you know they find a way to invest and over time they just build up their riches. Mm-hmm. You know that's what they did in Twilight. I, I mean oh, not to yeah. reference it, but. Oh, so that was dad was a doctor. Yeah, dad was a doctor. He's he already just rolling kept the money, saving yeah. money. Yeah. Because um, as a matter of fact, not to go too far into the lore, um, Edward was a victim of the Spanish influenza. Yep. And that um, and Doctor Cullen saved him by biting him. Why are we talking about the plot to just Twilight? saying? So, but so of course you know they move from city to city, each time you know popping up in a different time era. The Count of Saint Germain was born in France <clears throat> around 1691. Or 1712, I guess it's just they don't know which one. Stupid bitch. And then dies in 1784. Count of St. Germain was was an aristocrat. He was rich. Um, he was well... Um, Hung? Probably. I'm pretty sure he was. I mean, to, to he was a ladies' running man. running theme here. <laughs> um, Big He had dicks. wealth and education. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, we- don't beat around the bush anymore now. And neither does the Count of St. Germain. Oh! oh. Um, Well-educated, smart, and rich. Dies in 1794. And then a gentleman by the name of Jacques St. Germain shows up in New Orleans many, many years later with many of the same sorts of characteristics and attributes as the Count of St. Germain. Many people thinking that, you know, leading to think, this could be the same person. Now, how would you do that? You'd have to be immortal. You'd have to be someone who cannot die. Could it be a vampire? Maybe. Maybe. Or, or could people be gullible? Well, I, I like the, <laughs> the stuff they talk about of the Count. So he was... <laughs> the Count. The Count. 
Anyways. Oh, man. man. Burping. Um, oh, I'm glad uh, that's what it was. I thought you were holding back puke. Pickles. <laughs> Burping up pickles. Mm. Um, he was a master of the piano and the violin. Mm-hmm. Converse in six different languages. Yeah. Um, uh, skills as a conversationalist, mm. unrivaled. Which I wonder back then if, like, if you could string together, like, three sentences in a row, like, man, this guy right here, <laughs> master conversational. Composed music, including, including arias and solo works in violin. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Voltaire references him, I guess, gives us a little more credibility, mm-hmm. right? Um, as the man who knows everything and who never dies. And that's from the philosopher Voltaire. I mean... You know, take it as you will. He's still French, but yeah. you know, other than that, we um, <laughs> oui, we oui. the man, man's pretty popular. Um, but then so, shows up how many years later as um, Saint Germain in Louisiana, hundred and fifty probably. Yeah, so I think that's interesting. You know, to to see that. Um, I I often thought about you know like if I were a vampire or just a mortal you know period. You know, where would you, where would I pop up? You know, New Orleans makes the most sense. Louisiana makes, Louisiana, excuse me. Jesus. I can't talk. Makes the most sense as it is, you know, in the United States, the closest we have to France. That's true. And, you know, Canada wasn't really popping, so, you know. Hey, man. Toronto's Um, doing pretty well for himself. Keep my (laughs) mouth shut there. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, just the French-Canadian part, right? Not What about the British... Areas, uh, no, fuck them all. Okay, cool. I just wanted to, I wanted to get your opinion. They've um, never been anything but so, nice. So, other cool things, uh, or some weird things, not the Canadians kinda, I know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of other cool things, or a couple of cool things that, um, kind of make people think he was a vampire because there's you know, obviously no definitive proof mm-hmm. or whatever. Just if there was, then we would be thinking vampires are real, and most people don't. Um, was that. He would host dinner parties for, as the count, he would host them for dukes and kings. But apparently, no one ever saw this guy eat anything. Yeah. He would only sip his wine, and that's it. Um, and he, he, he would um, ramble on about everything from history to chemistry, and he was a great talker, so everyone loved to listen to him talk. Um, but it was very strange that he wasn't eating. Um, he was also big into alchemy. I believe have an extraordinary talent for maintaining his youth. I mean, he's just health conscious. I mean, so maintaining his and figure. He, he was apparently, he looked around 40 and con- and, and all oh, his portraits yeah. and <laughs> continued to appear so for over half a century. Yeah, so... I mean, look at Paul Rudd. Because black was, don't crack. No, it does not. When he was Jock St. Germain, however, um, while hosting some people, they were looking for a bottle of wine to drink out of. They poured the wine spit it out because it tasted disgusting and later discovered it was mixed with human blood. Actually, I think that was the cops. God damn it, Ben. Right? Yes, yes, the police came to investigate. My bad, my bad, my bad, yes. Yeah, so he, um, a lady who had stayed a little bit late, he tried to bite her neck on the balcony. She jumped off or maybe got knocked off. I don't know, with a struggle, and she ran off and told the police. The police got there. He was gone. And he's been gone and no one has ever seen him since. But they saw blood on the tablecloths, like splotches of blood on the tablecloths. Cloth. The table cops, man. The they table got cops. there fast. Damn table cops. And the um, cops. cops tried to drink some of the wine. I don't know why. That's 
That kind of is weird to me. It's like, oh, we found wine. You want to drink it? When was this? What year? Seventeen eighty four. I mean, how French were the cops? Do they have some know. French lineage? Because they drink all the time, so it makes sense. Like, oh, that was that was a good 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 job, guys. He's not here, so y'all want some wine? Yeah, sure. And start pouring it, but yeah, <laughs> drinking this it tastes like blood. It was a mixture of wine and blood. So, you know, I mean, I who would. knows if that was you know made up or just part of the lore at this point or what? But needless to say, this dude's got an occult following. Yeah. Um. People loved him. They still love him. So, so I wonder, you know, where is he now? Uh, well, I mean, apparently he takes uh, about 150 years off, so it'll probably be a little later before he gets out. Or comes I'm curious out, to see where he shows up. Maybe he runs for president, you know? Well, let's look up. No, uh, they got to keep a low profile. Apparently man. he doesn't know how to change his last name, so we should type St. <laughs> Germain in and find out if he's, like, someone living here now. You'll find a Ron St. Germain. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll just be like, you know what? Last time I did this, I didn't change my last name. People were on to me. Maybe I should, you know, just by Ron, like, Jur. What? I don't know. Just <laughs> First name, Jur. Last name, Maine. They'll never guess. So just look for someone named Jur, Maine. <laughs> I bet that's him. Yep. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Call off the search, guys. <laughs> Ben, crack the case. Oh, apparently, here's some cool... I do what I can. I do what I can. So he apparently foresaw the revolution, right? So in 1774, he returned to France because he was traveling, I guess, to he went to Russia, I believe. Um, he actually went to Louis the 16th, who it was, and, and Mary Antoinette, and told them that it was coming 15 years in the future. <laughs> it's a long time to nut. And apparently he died in Germany, right? 1779, he went to Hamburg, Germany, and then apparently he died in 1784 there um, before he came back. Oh, apparently, okay, so here's some more information on him. Wow. Yeah. 1785, he was seen in Germany with Anton Mesmer, the pioneer hypnotist. Um, apparently he was... they. People claim that Saint Germain was who gave Mesmer the basic ideas of hypnotism and basic magnetism. And apparently, oh, official records of Freemasonry show that they chose Saint Germain as their representative for a convention in 1985. So this dude didn't die in 1784. Or sorry, 1785. He didn't die in 1784 because some shit going on. They say he died. Yeah, but then he started showing up in places. Hmm. Oh shit. That motherfucker. After taking that, let's see. Okay, the Countess... Comtesse de... Oh, I'm screwing that up. Some dude or dudette. I don't know. Oh, it was a chick. Okay. After, anyways, after taking the Bastille in the French Revolution in 1789, she says she had a lengthy conversation with Count de Saint-Germain. He allegedly told her of France's immediate future as if he knew what was to come. In 1821, she wrote, I have seen St. Germain again, each time to my amazement. I saw him with the Queen Antoinette, when the Queen Antoinette was, um, Ant- yeah, Antoinette, sorry, was murdered on the 18th of Brumar on the day following the death of the Duke. God, there's too much crap. <laughs> In January 1815, and on the eve of the murder of the Duke de Berry, the last time she saw him was 1820, and each time he looked to be a man no older than in his mid-40s. 
This dude didn't disappear. He just kept running around. Yeah. Um, and it says 1821. After 1821, he may have taken a, on another identity in his memoirs. Albert Van Dam. Ah, oh, ooh, man. Sweet. Wrote of meeting a man who bore a striking resemblance to the Count de Saint Germain, but who went by the name of Major Fraser. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is. This is that took a turn. Really interesting. So, eventually, um, Chelsea Quinn Yarbrough um, based a character on him, Count St. Germain, uh, from a series of novels that she wrote, and it was based off of this character. So, someone out there really believes this, like really, really believes this. Between 1880 and 1900, St. Germain's name once again became prominent when members of the Theosophical Society, including famed mystic Helena Blavatsky claimed that he was still alive and working toward the spiritual development of the West. There is even an allegedly genuine photo taken of Blavatsky and St. Germain together. And in 1897, the famous French singer Emma Calvé dedicated an autographed portrait of herself to St. Germain. The most recent appearance of a man claiming to be St. Germain was in 1972 in Paris when a man named Richard Chanfrey announced he was the legendary count. He appeared on French television and to prove his claim, apparently turned lead into gold on a camp stove before the cameras. What? Chanfrey later committed suicide in 1983. So, dude, this this dude might still be alive, bro. Well, if he's real, I mean, he should be. Yeah, he should be. Yeah. Yeah. Unless someone found a way, you know, like. But so the question is, like, some garlic at him. To what point? Because in, in all those stories, you don't hear about him drinking blood. Yeah. And in the other one, you hear it, but I don't know, there's some inconsistencies in that whole, like, yeah. oh, yeah, well, you know, we bust out his wine cellar and was like, hell, yeah, let's pour us a glass for a job well not done because yeah. we didn't find the motherfucker. Like, well, more than likely, they were French, so they didn't give a fuck. Oh, uh, yeah. They just wanted the wine. That could be it. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, um, that wine. took us to New Orleans. Which apparently has a very rich vampire subculture or whatnot. Um, there's some other crazy stories of the of John and Wayne Carter, uh, two brothers who apparently were vampires um, or just really messed up individuals. Um, they apparently worked normal jobs, but this girl escaped from their um, apartment one day and had slits on her wrist and found the police. The and the police went there and found four other people tied to chairs with slits on their wrists, apparently being drained of blood and 14 dead bodies. When the brothers showed up, they took both of them down, took seven to eight cops to hold them down to stop these two average sized men from getting away. Uh, four years later, they were executed and put in a vault in new Orleans. And when they tried to put another Carter family member in there later, uh, the bodies were gone. Um, the, the brothers weren't there. Apparently, the brothers have been seen since. Um, they're reported being seen. Apparently, one guy saw them on a balcony, and when they know, they were whispering to each other, and then they jumped off of the balcony onto the ground and started running when they were spotted. Um, and other people have seen them around, and apparently, one of the guys who was captured by them and was bled out, apparently, the, the legend goes that a vampire, if it drinks your blood seven days in a row, or seven nights in a row, you'll turn into a vampire. Apparently, this one guy was there for over seven days. He became a serial killer. Um, wow. <laughs> and let me see. What was his name? Felipe. 
No last name, apparently. Um, but he killed 32 victims, or, yeah, 32 victims and drank blood from each one of them. So, crazy stuff. Um, when was this? What year? Uh, I have a really hard it's time. during the Great years. Depression. Okay. During the 30s. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, there's another story about the casket girls in New Orleans. Oh, wait, hold on. I have questions about these dudes. Okay. What is this vault? Where they were buried. No, yeah. I know, but is it like a mausoleum? Was it literally yeah, yeah, like a room a, in the ground? They're just like, here you go. Right. Die. Yeah, it's very similar to um the um the Lafayette Cemetery, where they have like the really big um and I know like it was in the originals, like in the in one of those episodes, the first episodes. I, I don't like they kinda look like this. Oh they're very colorful. Okay. They look like mausoleums, but there's a ton of them. Um that's where they. That's where they put them. Okay. And they went to go put someone else there. Uh, open it up gone. and like, oh shit, they're gone. Yeah. So they're they're made for multiple generations. So apparently the, the remains sift down into the bottom of the vault, and when it is all rubble, a new body is slid inside. That's how they kind of have that built. Mm. That's what I say. When they went in there to put the new Carter body in there, those two guys were gone. So they don't know exactly what happened there. Um, I didn't read much on the casket girls in New Orleans. Apparently, it's a it's fairly popular, but I don't know. Um, but that's that's something else. Why are you going to bring it up and not tell me I'm shit? I'm going to do it. Apparently, it was just a myth, though. Um, oh. So I wouldn't, mm-hmm. wouldn't pay much attention to it. Anyways, so the one thing I did see when I started looking at you know, New, New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Um, is the New Orleans. Orleans Vampire Association. What the fuck? <laughs> Where I'm, did that come from? I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> There's been a murder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Well, now we're in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. I do declare. <laughs> the New Orleans. I mean, it depends if we're doing old New Orleans or we're doing the new one. Man. I don't know. They sound rough, man. <laughs> I think I'm catching the vipers. That boy down there in New Orleans, I tell oh, you now. Yeah. They sound weird. <laughs> yeah. When the Saints. <laughs> so anyways, if you go to New Orleans Vampire Association dot org. <laughs> you, it, that actually oh, yeah. like was it was trying to come in again. Yeah, I, I heard it halfway through yeah, and it pulled back. <laughs> um they're anyways, non, anyways, so the, so the New Orleans, yeah, New Orleans Vampire Association is a nonprofit organization comprised of self-identifying vampires, representing an alliance between houses within the community in the greater New Orleans area. Founded in 2005, Nova was established to provide a support and structure for the vampire and other kin subcultures, and to provide educational and charitable outreach to those in need. And when I say outreach, I really do mean outreach, because if you go to their events, their past events. They've got stuff from Easter 2015, Christmas 2013. Apparently, they haven't updated this site in a long time. Maybe there was a war between the vampires, <laughs> the communities. <laughs> I don't know. The but lichen they, showed up. They fed the homeless, apparently, in this, in the outreach program. Now, what I'm they confused about them? is, yeah. <laughs> I want to know, know what they fed them. Was it like, did they have their own blood in it or, or what? Um, but it looks like Would they that did, work? I mean, it depends on like your lore again. That's the problem. Is the too many lores? So many different lores, and you don't. Well, we know. should ask them because they're actual vampires, so they're the truth. Okay. Well, I mean, let's check. Okay, so we got different houses. So we got the House of Mystic Echoes, 
the Asteric, Osteoteric, whatever, Gateway Order, or Ego, House Recausery, Cause? Do one of us need to read these? Yes. House of the Muses, House Etherum, House Razor, and House of the Dreaming. And I think you can click them. So let's see with the house up. Uh, more content coming soon for Razor. So apparently they didn't want to do their. Joker. Razor. Mommy. <laughs> They're babies. <laughs> I, so these are oh. people that identify as vampires. Yeah. So like, are they asking like, for like, vampire like, rights? Like I identify as being popular and people liking me. They identify as vampires. So they want rights and stuff, like to use the same bathrooms? Or like, is, that <laughs> what this, is that what this is? Like, I'm just trying to, how do you identify as a Do vampire? vampires use the bathroom? I don't know. Hold, hold up, here we go. All right, They're so not eating people. It, so. took, it took me three clicks to get to a, an actual house that they had actually updated their site. Um, Which this house is, is this? House Ethereum. Or Ethereum, whatever. Headed Ethereum, by yeah. Isidore. Isidore? Isidore. Isidore, whatever. House Ethereum is an official chapter house of House Lost Haven. What the hell's a chapter house? It's like a frat kind of thing, right? So is there like a national There's... house of Lost Haven and Ethereum is the is a chapter house underneath it? Yeah. Founded in 2012, yeah, House Ethereum came into being as a formal manifestation of the familial bonds but forged and found amongst its membership and as a vehicle through which to realize the goals of promoting the purposes set forth by House Lost Haven, furthering individual growth and development, and providing a support structure for those within the family. That's very official in a huge run-on sentence. All right, so they've but, got Oh, they have Facebook their own website. Page. Holy shit. Yeah, they got that in the Facebook page, too. You go to Facebook. I'm going to... The, oh, their website sucks. <laughs> I will sit right it here. It says... Oh, um, my God. There's a photo on their Facebook page um, of just some cutout words. And it says they can like be a serial the killer world awoken. No, like letter? not letters, but words. Uh-oh. Cut out words. They can be the world awoken. Uh oh. Uh oh. We have members. We have members. How do you have a happy holidays from some vampires? Do they believe in this stuff? He has not? his own website. The Who's? leader. Oh. Oh snap. Nothing okay. happened. So announcement. This came April eighth, twenty eighteen. This could be interesting. He apparently let his domain uh, fall off. Vampire Hunter must have gone and cut his head off or something. So it says, announcement. Over the course of the next month, um, the base of operations for House Ethereum is moving to a new long-term home in Atlanta, Georgia. We will still be keeping ties in New Orleans and plan to visit regularly. And we'll, and we'll continue to support NOVA and its outreach programs, um, projects, and members. We're also excited to build ties, build on ties and make new connections in Atlanta and North Georgia. This page and our contact information will stay the same. Apparently, there's a Georgia vampire group. Jesus Christ. Uh, we got to find it, and we got to email them and see if we can get them on the show. Yeah, Gava. <laughs> Georgia vampire group. Um, there's also a meetup.com for Atlanta vampires, facebook.com slash group slash Georgia vampires. How did we not? This is insane. There are vampires here, people. Yeah, so this is the this is the head guy. You're talking. He's in Atlanta. He apparently studied at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. <laughs> I, I need to I need to see his uh, his diploma to verify that. Um, 172 members in this group. Apparently, they're in one email or one post. They're talking about pizza. 
Because, you know, I didn't know. blood pizza? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Dude, this is awesome. Like, I didn't even know about this until we just started digging through their website more. I hadn't touched their website until this. I'm trying to find someone actually has a picture. Find a bunch of people with, like, drawings. Oh, oh, oh! Amber! I found Amber. I can't look at the group because I'm not a vampire. She's a vampire. <laughs> no, if you go to the House House of Ethereum's website, which is www.houseethereum.com, you can go to members. I found Amber. Is I found clever energy? Wrath, who just looks like some dude like who got lost. Didn't mean to show up. Maybe his girlfriend brought him there. Oh, there's Callisti. Wow, this is awesome. There's no there's these no. people <laughs> This is great. I don't want to laugh at them because they might attack us. I don't even know what me. is going on right now. They might attack us if we this dude's site isn't Japanese. I'm really not afraid of Lam Layman Lemony. Sorry. It looks like he was uh they caught him in one of his Dungeons and Dragons um game <laughs> and took a picture. Uh he might be at a bowling alley or a skating rink with his silky shirt. Does that have flames on it? No, that's the thing. He doesn't. That's, that's disappointing. Oh, God. Yeah, he's pretty rad. So it's funny because what? I don't see any pictures of them. And I had to think, like, you know, it's probably because they don't appear on camera because they're vampires. So Well, that's the problem with this one. I can see his shadow or his, his reflection depends in the on glass. The lore. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the lore. I'm more of a psi vampire. <laughs> They do a lot of nice things to be vampires. Yeah, I mean, they actually do a lot more than most churches, so I yeah. <laughs> hate to bash on them that much. But still, man, that's Looks that's like incredible. They, one of them dressed up as Count Chocula. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Wait, what? He called himself Count Chocula. He didn't look anything like him, but that's just weird. Like, you know, he dressed up as Count Chocula. Like, is that their hero? Is he at least black? No, nah, he, was, he was a white dude. White dude dressed up as Count Chocula. I find that offensive. That's what he, he identifies as a vampire, so he doesn't care. Oh, they went to see, um, they went to go see. Les Mis? <laughs> Fleetwood Mac. Uh, um, yeah, that makes sense. Vampires makes like Fleetwood Mac, okay. Yeah, that completely makes sense. This is all very interesting. Did Matt just leave us? I don't know. He had to pee. He had to pee. Just everyone needs to know that. That's in, that's in the podcast. Ooh, this website, oh, this, this house has got it going on. So are we going to reach out to these vampires and see if they'll... Talk to us without eating us. I think we at least need to look out for the Georgia ones and talk to them. Because did you look up the Georgia Vampire Association? Yeah. What they say? I can't see their um, website, or I can't see their page. Uh, I was gonna click on House of Mystic Echoes, but apparently I'm getting a warning: potential security risk ahead. So I, I'm not gonna trust They're it. They're gonna try to steal your information, yep. and then your blood, and then my blood. Yes. All right. Here's Ego. Undead Con. Up. Oh. Page not found. Apparently, this association, I think, died out because, I mean, I'm not getting any anywhere on any of the websites. So, I don't know what they're doing. And I, I'm kind of upset. Yeah, they're really bad at keeping up a red presence. But, I mean, I get it. They're vampires. They got oh, wow. Stuck. So, they had a event they used to put on. I don't know if they still do, but uh, New Orleans Vampire Association did a Cirque de Nuit or something. I don't know. De Nuit. Come explore the circus of the night. Backed by popular demand, the New Orleans Vampire Association presents 
It's a four-day festival of events hosted by the New Orleans Vampire Association. We are pleased to announce a series of guest speakers, panels, and workshops, a night of music and reverie, and a meet-and-greet over brunch. And his his name is Steve. (laughs) That's the brunch of the evening. Short for Stefan. Is it is it um, is it inappropriate to ask who turned them, or if they're pure blood? Is that inappropriate? I don't know. Shouldn't be. Right. I'm just curious. They might get offended. Special guests include Corvus Nocturnum, as as it would be. (laughs) We we should go to this thing and take video. I don't think they. But nothing will show up. The last time this was updated, (laughs) I think, was like 2015. Probably, I don't. We should don't. find an we should find an event and, and just go up there and take video, and offer proof to the masses that vampires exist when we show this video and there's nothing there. <laughs> like there's just like. But what stops us just showing up to a park and just filming nothing? We'll put up some like blankets on the ground and like <laughs> you're giving up the secrets and a, yeah. and a podium with nobody behind it and be like, dude, we were I'm there. Looking, there was like a hundred people there, man. I'm I looking swear. behind the curtain. God damn it. Now that's what they're going to think. We'll never prove that vampires exist. We'll never prove. Wait a minute. Ever heard of the famous vampire village in Georgia? I have not. Let me find out more. This is great, man. They've been, they've been living amongst us for years, doing charity work. I mean, All right. right? Fangirl quest. Wait, cha- hmm? You think it's really charity? Oh, they're corralling them? <laughs> Maybe. Earning their trust? <laughs> oh, it's just the... Building their army. Uh, Steve would never bite me. And then Steve bites you. <laughs> they're going to bite us. Because they, they can fly and they're strong. Here's a good question. Do they have to bite in the neck? I don't know. Because uh, they're slitting the wrists and drinking blood, so maybe not. Well, I did see um, in early folklore, they actually preferred right over the chest. Um, the neck thing, I guess, went more when it went turned towards more sexual nature, I guess. Oh, to me, I just assumed it was because the artery was yeah. there. Yeah. That was blood flow. But, I mean, if you just need blood, period, I mean, you bite someone anywhere, you're going to get blood. Oh, okay. So the National Post says real oh, vampires. Cool. conversation's over. Yeah. Real vampires <laughs> exist, and there are 5,000 of them in the United States. <laughs> what? Only 5,000, apparently. Really? Mm-hmm. It dwindles after a while. I mean, you know. Oh, here we go. Vamp- Atlanta Vampire Alliance. Oh, my God. This is the most rad. Website I have ever seen. What is the website? (laughs) Angel Fire. Oh, I forgot about Angel Fire. No, it's Homestead, I think. (laughs) It's even better. What's the website? Uh, AtlantaVampireAlliance.com I mean, it's not the worst. I don't see, like, the the fake flame, like, really thing across the border like it should be. Oh, this looks exactly like a page I made when I was in middle school. Oh, there's ethical guidelines if you look under education. Research, study, press and media. Ooh, press and media. Let's see what we got. We got pictures? We got coming soon? Nope, there's actually press. Good for them. They're, they did better than New Orleans. Wow, this is the tiniest font. Vampires can read it. That's all that matters. <laughs> oh, membership. So I'm signing Ben up. I don't want to be... I'm not a vampire. Founding members. Merticus... Zero, Kira, Soul Splat. <laughs> Members, Red Raven, Tara, Adrian, Gray, Seth Nunman. What? <laughs> Drist. 
Malorian. We've got to go. To, where's, where's their next event? We've got to find an event. Have a All right, membership to the AVA is encouraged if you feel you will not only benefit from the AVA, but also contribute as well. Contribution, contribution blah, blah, to AVA includes, but not, is not limited to, participation in forum discussions, attending regional gatherings and energy workshops, working on various research projects and attending meetings. Wait a minute. Okay, so it, they're just feeding off energy? Are these all Psy vampires? Maybe. Or Ching Shi. I'm trying to uh, see them on Meetup, but I can't. Event calendar. Little, Here we go. Weird. Whoa. Okay. I'm gone. Let's do this. What? Go to events. Oh, Temple and calendar. Masquerade, yeah, Fish, and, and Ball. Yeah. Yeah, we're oh. going to die. This is old, though. We're, we, we, we'd get killed, though. They'd, they'd kill us quickly. It's <laughs> The number is 87-SEXY-FUN with two N's. That's the phone number. Um, that was 2014 in New Orleans. This is interesting. Yeah. A whole world that I didn't know existed. I mean, to each his own, man. Y'all enjoy it. You do it, you do it, man. I have no problem with it. So, sorry, we're... we're there We're we not making fun. Please don't bite us. I mean, that's yeah, only I'm they pretty bite. sure that came across real clear that we weren't poking fun at this. Please don't kill us. <laughs> you might just take your energy. I don't know. I don't know which. Don't take. I don't have much. You're not going to get much. Don't take my energy. All right. Well. Um, so, what do you guys think, man? Vampires. What are you feeling? What are you feeling? Uh, less likely that they're real than aliens. Right. I was, uh, I don't know, it's interesting because, you know, I would have, you know, I'd like to talk about the whole immortal thing. Mm hmm. Because, you know, like, really, what would, not in a, in a less joking manner, what would, what do you think you would do if you essentially were immortal? As a vampire, not, not just immortal, period, but like, you were a vampire, you had to survive off of human blood. Like, if you could take into account all the movies and TV shows you've seen about vampires, like, which one of those do you think is the most likely to succeed scenarios as a vampire? I'd say Twilight. Just trying to merge into society yeah. and live that way. And just, I guess, that that group of vampires. So how did they vampires. feed? Because I've never seen any of the movies. On deer and crap yeah. like that. They, they were f- able to do it. So they... Okay, so I know Vampire Diaries, they tried. And it wasn't the same with animal yeah. blood. And, and, and it um, worked for a bit. One of them, right? So it's not yeah. the same in that one either. Yeah, in Vampire and Diaries, they, they have to like make themselves adapt to it. Well, they do that too in that one. In Twilight, same way. Yeah. They had to... Well, no, in Twilight, that's what I was talking about, Twilight. Yeah, yeah they, they get it to do it, and it still is a, apparently is a struggle, because if they see blood, some of them, if they're new, they can't handle seeing human blood. Which is exactly out. what happened in Vampire Diaries. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I say, like, Twilight basically... Well, Vampire Diaries was Twilight, but they got things right. Like, the okay. things that Twilight got wrong... I think Vampire Diaries is like, eh, tighten this up and make it better. I just don't get it. Cause, uh, so Vampire is like, it's just basically, you need blood, but you need blood like I need food, right? It's, it's a food to you at that point. Yeah. So if, 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 if you go by the natural thing and not supernatural, you're just like some, you're an animal. Because certain ones, vampires are animals. They're like a, almost like a breed or something. It's infectious, but it's, 
more of a creature. Yeah. Like a, I don't know, whatever. Anyways, like when I see a hamburger, I can stop myself from eating that hamburger. Like, I don't see why it's such a hard time for, and especially in that one where he sees the blood. I'm like, did you not eat in like five months and you're starving <laughs> right. and you have to eat at this point? Or is like, hey, that looks delicious, but you know, not going to eat you because I have self control. Like, I don't understand why it was such a big deal. If I remember correctly, it's because they there's something in their body that they can no longer produce, mm-hmm. and the blood, eat like by consuming human blood, it helps them produce it. Yeah. Oh, I just assumed it was like part of being a vampire was impulse control. Yeah, like you didn't have any. That, mm. I don't know. I that's, this is me because there is. I mean, they have that discussion shit. on people who are like what the closest thing to vampirism is, and I think there is some things about people who crave blood and it's because your body needs something. I forget. I have to look that up, but it was, it was basically that same thing. Like your body does need something. And because of that, it makes you kind of crave I mean, it. Could it be iron? Like what else would I wish really I could remember? You? I, it was some, it's some, I don't mean, of course this is all fiction, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the way, and, and of course it also depends on the lore, but in this particular lore is something that their body, when you are, when you transform into a vampire, that your body is no longer able to produce that by drinking the blood, you're able to get that from okay, it. Okay. And that was just one of the many, you know, one of the many things as far as the impulse control, I don't know why. Cause that is a little weird that like on site, they got to just go for it. It's like blood. Ah, they got to go for it. Yeah. Here, which isn't it totally. Is. It's a uh, porphyria. Um, sufferers are missing key enzymes involved in blood hemoglobin synthesis. Hemoglobin inter, um, intermediates normally what? immediately converted by the body are photoactive and instead build up under the skin by persons with this disease. This causes some porphyria sufferers pain and sunlight, although it doesn't kill them. Their skin is often anemic due to lack of blood hemoglobin. Uh, they tend to have fluorescent teeth. And some sufferers supposedly have a hunger or need to drink blood. It also drives some sufferers insane over time. So, okay. It, I mean, they've said that before that you know they they might have been not to the extent of what yeah. everyone says a vampire is, but that that disease kind of mimics a lot yeah. of the symptoms mm-hmm. that people say, not to the degree that the lore indicates. But yeah, I'm, I read there was like three, and it can't spread. Yeah, because there, there were like three kind of diseases, and I don't know what I don't remember where I was reading it. One of that was one of them that like in combination together, like that is essentially a vampire. Yeah. Like every all of those three together, which back in the day that all that was happening is when people didn't understand what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but yeah, so as you're saying the the um, twilight scenario is where you'd go. Yeah, because they had a like kind of like a thrown together family, so none of them were truly related. It was basically Doctor Cullen having you know turned people essentially, like he turned Edward. And that guy was still alive too. Someone Ooh. didn't kill him. This Cullen guy, the original, the OG. Yeah, yeah. He no one had killed, him. and he was a doctor who basically had been practicing for centuries. So he had and gotten limited really, access, really good. unlimited access to blood too. Yeah. Well, so he he turned um, basically if you were about to die. He turned you to save you. He would turn you to save you. But in turn, this is getting further into this than I need to know. Did he turn you to save you so that you'd become loyal to him? No. That wasn't an arc Mm-mm. for that? Okay, cool. Because he only had like 
five or so. I don't yeah. know. I, didn't, I will I say the background is actually interesting okay. of these movies and how they got to everything before the first movie to how they got to where they are. It's actually pretty interesting. Then it just kind of gets kind of hokey after that. Well, okay. then it just becomes a, a sappy a story, emo yeah. love story. And it's like, oh, my God, I don't care. Everything does. But, so um, what would you do with that immortality? Well, stack, well stack paper. I, with quotes, I say. Stack paper? Oh, oh stack money. Right. Okay. Stack, yeah, stack money. I mean, essentially, you're immortal. Um, you can make as many mistakes as you as you need to. You can let your money build up for as long as you need to. Right. Because you you invested at, you know, whatever the interest rate is, is going to build. <laughs> well, see, I, so you've so got, you're, you're taking it a very, very literal sense of like... Well, to set, you got it to set myself up so that I am always taking. Care no, of. I mean I get that, but as an immortal, like, would it really matter? Because you could figure out how to con people. Like, you could become a con artist and just fucking take what you want. What is the repercussions? Well, I think I think the biggest problem I've seen, uh, well, I've thought about because I think about it a lot, um, is present day. Is everything has to be tied to something like you know, it, social security number, fingerprint. Everything's so detailed now. Like back then, you could just disappear, show up again. And it's like, oh, whatever, this mm-hmm. guy's new, fuck it. And you could just live your life. Now right. it's like everything's tied to your social security number, your bank account. You have to get whole new uh, everything if you wanted to move towns or change your identity. Or it's like, what the f- why is this well, guy 250 years old? Like, that doesn't well, match up. Again, so. But you, if you're, I guess, uh, I'm trying to think of a scenario where this might work. And the only thing I can think of is like, well, if you're powerful enough, then you could get away with it because well, you no, get so, fake shit everywhere. Yeah. But. No, no, that, I mean, that's, that's beyond that. It's, it's like on the level of what you're saying is, for me, I'm thinking target old people, kill them. And because they don't have to go to a job, you can assume the identity because mm-hmm. obviously identity theft is not impossible. Mm-hmm. And so then when they get to an age where they start asking questions like, I don't <laughs> think this dude's that old. Like, I don't think he can li-. then you just find another old person like. I don't know. I, that's just kind of where, because then at least then you have a house, mm-hmm. and you got let's say Social Security retirement checks coming in. Like there's your money. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not a lavish lifestyle unless know, you pick the like right the, old person. Yeah, but they're like, hey, why is that 35 year old guy collecting Social Security? Then that might well, it's the thing. Like I mean, you don't on. have to show that you're like you don't go out and act as that right. person, but you're you've assumed their life in their you home. You have to kill someone who is. Doesn't have a family because if you yeah, kill which is like, not yeah. so then you can unheard cook. of yeah. yeah, and you're you know you're around long enough you can figure it out. Yeah, I say you just get to a point where you're so powerful that the government has to respect you and they just make you stuff. <laughs> just own it all. It's like I am a vampire and you respect me. Then the people get afraid of you and they try to kill you. Would they really try to kill you? I think the government would just want to know your secret. Maybe. I don't know. How do you... Oh, we want to become a vampire? Well, no. no. Do you think there are vampires and they've become the way of the aliens? They can't because the lizard people would, wouldn't let them. <laughs> Come on, a, man. Be serious a, for once, okay? There's a big <laughs> fight going on right now under the Denver airport. No. Lizard people versus the vampires, guys. That's not another movie idea because I think we should still be making the um, werewolves versus the uh, witches. From our set in Boston. Werewolves podcast, yes, with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Set in 1994, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> These freaking werewolves, man. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Catted. Yeah, the question is, like, yeah, it, just, you know, you're immortal, but I guess, are you getting, like, what vampire are you, are you getting the vampires from Twilight scenario where you're very powerful and, 
you just look well so that well, i was going or, off of what you said where you take out the supernatural part of it okay. which to me assumes just like you might I guess some, like the the running fast like from vampire diaries or yeah. um you'd have some strength probably if, if it if yeah, it doesn't I mean, yeah, it depends I mean, on what what it does cuz i don't know if you got this this blood disease or genetic disease then apparently you're just, i think you're going to be weak more anything else it's right. about increasing your strength so it all depends on the lore or how you're going to what kind of vampire are you yeah Oh, uh, yeah, it would definitely depend on the which lawyer you're following. And but. then are you going to be a good guy and purposely look out animals and try not to yeah. hurt people? Or are you going to say, you know, screw it, dude. I'm going to do whatever the th- I want because I'm a vampire. Or you get a um, you get a blood bank. You get a hookup at a blood bank. Or you get, like, a blade and just have humans who, like, follow you around and, and give you blood. Yeah. Or what Whistler the, did, yeah. the real vampires do... Quotation mark. Um, the groups that they they actually have people who want to be turned. Yeah. Well, not no, no, no. They want to be turned. They they, they want, want to help you. They want to help you. Like that. You have mm. blood donors that'll let you feed on them. Yeah. As AKA part of that service. kind of role play that they do down there, like everywhere. Mm. Like, I mean, I watched some documentaries and they started talking about that towards the end because we're talking about vampire folklore and like, okay, here's the people who believe they're vampires now, and a lot of it was like they'd have they'd be in relationships with people who want to be fed off of. Mm. Uh, and I, I would there's definitely people that would do that yeah there's definitely there, Freak. more more than enough people that would For fall Instagram into that and, <laughs> I mean I mean not even that it's just I mean on a, yeah there's just <clears throat> lost souls that looking for a reason yeah. to you know I mean uh, a, a purpose they're looking for a purpose yeah. and somehow they feel like you're there to save them. like yeah. you you are what they're they've been looking for and yeah. you're there to serve them to keep them safe that or it's just a sexual thing maybe it's just like do i really want someone to i mean yeah because me? oh my god i want to be bella there's there <laughs> will definitely be those bell what is her name bella swan right from twilight yeah bella yeah. so yeah no no doubt that there's going to be some freaks in there which you know just perks of the job but oh, yeah. <laughs> unless you're an energy vampire then it's like i don't get it like I mean, you're not touching me where you get my energy Suck it out my ass. <laughs> that is probably true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's got to be ass-eating vampires out there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Proud Why of it too. Start that. Let's let's go downhill. <laughs> um, eating ass. But you really like neither, neither one of you would have an issue with being immortal. Like you wouldn't mind living forever. No, I wouldn't mind at all. I'd really? Say, I, yeah. I have. I mean, I have. Like you, you would have to watch. Like I'd have to watch my son die. At that point, that just that kind of bugs me. Unless you bit him, unless I bit him and turned him. But do that comes that makes that ethical. Like, do you? Is my yeah, but that burden on them. And that's the question you have to ask them. Is like, I don't want to. I'm not going to turn you because I want. No, I know. I need to make sure you want to. And if they don't want to, then you're dealing with that. Yeah, I mean, again, but that's what comes along with it. I'm not saying that it's not something you'd have to think about. Of course you would. And I'm saying I don't. I don't know. Is I am conflicted on that. So yeah. I, I see a lot of the benefits in being immortal, and I'd be pretty cool. But at the same time, I see some of the downsides of it. And it's like, if I was really asked, like if I was offered the opportunity, it's like, I, I'd have to think about that. That would be a long, hard, like, thought train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, is that how you would, you would, you wouldn't think about it? You just do it? No, I, I wouldn't want to live forever. Yeah. I would not want that at all. I would think about it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. I. I would do it under the clause of I I would be if I could be bitten at a time 
like, you know, mid-20s or whatever, or, or even now, I don't really care. It's like, you know, relatively young with the clause that at my any given point, I say, I, you know, snap my fingers or I call some dude and I'm dead. Like, they do yeah. the whole wooden mm-hmm. stake to my, like, I don't want, I would not want to live forever. Yeah. In uh, any and, sense of the word. And that's another another thing. Are you, are you, Phrase. Are you living like a vampire where, you, yeah, you can die just because you're immortal. Yeah. You're immortal in a sense. Right. Like, you're not. You're immortal, immortal in the sense of a normal human being. Yeah. yeah. But there's ways to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. It just you won't die from everything. You won't die from disease um, or a heart attack or something like that. But you would die from, if you did the right things you right. need to to die. There's a very specific way. Yeah. yeah. You have I, to be a Liam Neeson. And I would be down for that too because like yeah i wouldn't want to be immortal to the fact where no you just can't die at all like you're just, uh, you're just, vandal savage yeah <laughs> you just can't die you're just screwed yeah no at that point that would suck but even for Having me like out is, is is something you want you want a release valve but what's your out like for me it'd be a normal lifespan like i think 90 to 100 is where i'd start being like all right fuck this yeah and that's another reason i would i would want the immortal aspect is do you really want to get to a point where living 80. living is suffering like when you get to a certain age, but when you're, you're immortal, you won't be. I know. I'm saying like that's uh, the good thing about well, being yeah, immortal yeah. is you're going to stay an age that is, you're 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 still able to do things. Yeah, so, but like, you're also w- watching all your friends and yeah. family die off. But and, would you want to be you know get to like a hundred and having some sort of crippling disease that would basically make you trapped in your body just waiting to die? That's a that's a fear of mine is to be at a point where I I don't have control anymore. Oh, for me, life. it's purely boredom. Really it really is like I feel like at some point like it, what else am I like why am I here yeah like I'm at, I'm at an age again though then it, it changes when you're when you're always the same age when you're like if, you, if I'm 30 forever mm-hmm. um, it's totally different but at the same time like it, there, there will be a point where like alright it's another fucking Monday another mm-hmm. fucking Tuesday like well I mean, it, I mean it'd probably be fun for a while because you could just you, just you live a life for 20 years, 30 years, and then you just move to another area and then live a different life. So, like, yeah, I mean, I guess if you could keep it interesting, yeah, yeah, it's just how how much power do you have to make those lives happen, right? It's like, yeah, I want to be a rock star of this one, and I want to be like a movie star of this one. Like, people Mm -hmm. start catching on, like, wait a minute, Nicolas Cage, (laughs) you've been alive forever, yeah, Yeah, because you know, he has been because he is immortal. Um, but yeah, you would, you'd have to, I don't know. Which is why I think what Cullen did was perfect. Just be a doctor. Like, just go from, like, you, you, and the the longer you do it, the better you get at it. And the kids went to high school multiple times. Yeah. They all. Living the life. Yeah, they went to, (laughs) they went to graduation and then they went, moved to a different city. Like, so, like, they have a scene where they walk by and there's this mural of all their graduation hats or caps. It's all caps everywhere because they, they've graduated so many times. I know, like, you have to... Well, I mean, after a while, it's just... it's Like, you know all the answers to all the high school... Like, mm-hmm. Math doesn't really change. History Or in the case bit. of Vampire Diaries, you'd be like, uh-uh, that's not actually how it happened. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, so, but yeah, I, yeah, I would... Yeah, it'd be cool to be immortal. It's an interesting... Mm-hmm. It's an interesting thought. I, I mean, definitely, yeah, I, You definitely want the out. I, I, yeah. I say that that is a prereq. I don't want to be alive forever. Because what happens when, you know, everyone dies and you're just by yourself? And that's the part that I think a lot of people, majority of people, given that opportunity, don't think about. Yeah. So there's a really good, ep- and this is kind of off topic, but there's a really good episode of Justice League where Superman goes into the future, gets transported, and Vandal Savage, who was their immortal person, lives long enough to see the world destroyed 
and he is the last living human. And it's very interesting. Like, you know, there's mutants and stuff because it's science fiction, but like, that's probably the first time I thought about that. Like, what happens when you get to that point and you're the last person? And he talks about how he cannot kill himself. And he was like, because of the bad things I did, you know, when there was a society. That's actually this. a good question. I've never thought about that. He's like, I deserve it. So, can vampire, like, I've never, I don't, I can't recall a time that in any of these movies or TV shows they've tried to kill themselves. Yeah, they can, can they? They can't. So, I've I mean, seen, like, I've they, seen they, them they walk out into the sun. The sun. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sun. I forgot about the whole sun thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So, but yeah, I was I thinking it was, purely the, like, garlic and steaks steak to the, yeah. Yeah. Just chopping the head off, burning see, the yeah, body. I forgot about that. To see that happen. He was so happy to see Superman. Because he had not seen a living person in like centuries, so yeah. I guess you know, yeah. When that happens, yeah, you're kind of screwed. So that would that would if I had it out, only then would I take that out. When there's no one left, I'm taking that out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of because I, I love science, I love space, all stuff. So I would love to be able to live to a point where I could see that stuff and actually. Could you imagine just being like, you know what? I'm gonna take a trip to proximity, proximity of um, Alpha Centauri or something like that, and just go out there. Um, that just, I would love to do that. Yeah. And there's no, I'm never gonna do that. I'm never gonna see. We'll that. never see that. We'll never time. see that. Like that might yeah. happen closer to like 2200 or something yeah. like that. If Thousand they, years in the if future. If they can break so many laws of physics, if they can, or or um, at least figure out power consumption and warp drives and all that stuff. Definitely Maybe. not things I worry myself over. Right. Well, that's not even the, my marries. It's just like I don't, I don't want to die. That's my main thing. I see. I don't care. Yeah. Because no one, no one has been able to come back and tell me what happens. Yeah, death doesn't. Like I said at the very beginning, I was like, death doesn't bother. That's not why I would want to be immortal. It's, it's purely for the knowledge and to see what happens. As for if I'm worried about death, no, nah, you know, that's just yeah. It's a, it's a thing. It's just another thing and. Life, death, it all goes together. And I don't know why we're getting so philosophical at this point. Is it supposed to be funny? Ha ha ha. Sometimes it gets well, deep. Funny though. and, and <laughs> knowledgeable. Deep is blue. We don't have to stick to one thing, right? Yeah. But no, yeah, but yeah, I wouldn't mind. We're like an ogre. We got layers. <laughs> <laughs> Ogres have layers. No. But yeah, that, that'd be my thing. I, I wouldn't mind doing it. I'd, I'd agree to it. Yeah. So vampires, right? Vampires. So what do you, um, I mean, what do you think about uh, today's just a re-obsession with vampires and, and like, just they're being glossed over as these romantic, almost emo, like, I don't know. And I, I watched the episode of Supernatural that was like that, Vampires, and it was, I think it, it must, Twilight must have just came out or something. I don't know. I, I, I'm very lost on the time frame because we just binge-watched it after right. all of it. I mean, it's still going on, but binge-watching all that stuff. And they basically made fun of that at one point. This girl was, like, obsessed because she went on, like, a vampire chat line, her chat room, and the vampires were using that chat room to lure girls to end up, eat, like, feeding off of. And so... She was there, and that's when like the the characters were like, "Dude, what, what are you doing? Like, this is stupid." Like, well, I don't understand why they think the vampires are all these like glittery, um, like tormented guys who you know love you. And it basically, he played it out like that. The vampire that meets her at the very beginning is all like, "Oh no, we can't, we can't." But 
I know. I, I mean, I love you, but I don't want to hurt you like that kind of stupid stuff. <laughs> just like Twilight. So, what do you feel about like just how they've kind of like sissified the vampire this last I don't know ten years, fifteen years now? Like it's been it's been sad. Like like how do I feel like feel about it? Is in like does it bother me or how like why do I think the girls are falling for them? Both. Okay. Does it bother you? No, probably. Uh, I think. No, no, I don't. Because you don't really care. Yeah. It's not my life. Um, <laughs> but when I go, when I think about like Vampire Diaries in specific, because like I said, I have not seen the Twilight movies, mm-hmm. so the best, whatever Vampire Diaries, uh, to me, hundred percent daddy issues. Yep. Because the chick's dad, he's dead, right? Wasn't he dead? Her father, Nina's. Well, what's her what's her name? Um, Elena. Elena. Her like her I father's dead, right? So yes. So it's just her, her brother, and her mom. Mm. Then you got this dude who's essentially her age, but he's got the wisdom of a fucking hundred fifty mm-hmm. year old, the confidence of an old man, the wealth of a man that's you know it's it's everything an old man could be in a thirty or or sorry eighteen year old's body. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's that weird fucking creepy thing of just it, it is a daddy issue. Like they're feeding off of the insecurities of just broken women, and it's yeah, disgusting. I think for the ones I've seen, it's more like <laughs> the the mysterious aspect. Well, I mean, of that's definitely yeah. And the danger aspect to me they, that is a different type of woman, right? Okay. Like to me, Elena was never about the mysterious part of it. She thought the dude was hot. Mm-hmm. He had money. She didn't have a dad. He had yeah, security. Like with the Bella one, she has a dad who she's living with, but the Edward, you know, and he, he's not doing anything because he can't affect her because of her mind bullcrap. Yeah. Um, but I think it's because he's mysterious. Yeah. And so she finds him attractive for some un- unknown reason. I mean, that that right there, they didn't, not knowing the movie, like they nailed the whole high school relationship. It's mm-hmm. like. <laughs> I just think it's bullshit. It's all about money, man. It's a way to make, they found a way to make vampires sexy and marketable. Yeah. And you can make a ton of money off of it. And I was curious how they do it with werewolves, but they just basically made them hot in their human form. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. <laughs> yeah. So that's really, I think that's all it was. Like, how can we find a way to make this attractive? Because I mean, like you didn't have young women lining up to watch you know, older horror films. And mm-hmm. I think really, if you think about it, like a, a, as far as I can think back to it, you first see this in interview with the vampire yeah, with vampire Lestat being played by, well, um, that, the problem was you played, you had yeah, Brad Tom Pitt Cruise and, and Tom Brad Cruise. Pitt, yeah. Like what would you think was going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> and after that, like you got to make sure like Stuart Townsend plays him a little bit later. You make sure you find a hot guy. And now we just took it. We took it further and we got teenage girls to love it. Um, Essentially, I mean, the only reason I saw one of the Twilight movies is because my girlfriend at the time wanted to see them. Yeah. Like, I had no interest in seeing it, and I thought it was the corniest shit I'd ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Just wanted to um, make fun of it the whole time. Yeah, we did. It was a, it was a grand time, actually. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it was just those those books were written for, for young women, for young girls. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think it gets back to the, um, it's part of it's mysterious, and part of it is, like, I guess going back to that whole, he's a bad boy, and I want to change him, or I want to... Yeah, I want to. Oh, and that was that kind of stuff. That was one hundred percent vampire. Yeah, it, it always yeah. comes back to that. But they, the danger is like manageable danger. So it's like, oh, you know, you know, I want to bite you, but I won't because I love you. Oh my god, like that kind of stuff. That and it's not like the vampires, like the crazy vampires, even from like Blade, especially the second 
yeah. blade when they're like those weird hybrid monsters and they just like I'm gonna eat you I don't All know who reapers. you are I don't care about anything about you yeah I'm just gonna eat you which is more along the lines of the old folk- folklore like th- those vampires weren't here to like romanticize no they, yeah. romanticize. they, they were uh, instinctual yeah you were food yeah, Which exactly. is why I like Blade. I didn't think Blade tried to romanticize it at all. No. Blade was like, this is what they are. Same thing with 40 Days a Night. Mm-hmm. Those are probably the scariest vampires I've ever seen because... Except for their stupid, like, yell. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it was that? almost like, this is what would happen if they were given free reign. Yeah. Like, it would be a complete massacre. There's no heroism. It's going to be a complete bloodbath. Mm-hmm. And 40 Days of Night was a complete bloodbath. Well, I mean, they, they had some restraint because they knew to attack the outskirts and leave leave the mainland alone. So they knew that it would be dark, and they yeah. knew that. And so they knew they'd have free reign for that yeah. little bit of time. But they also only attacked the outskirts cities anyways because they could burn the whole place down at the end of it, and everyone would think it was a disaster yeah. that happened and not them. So they right. were smart enough to know that. Yeah. But yeah, the same thing. They didn't care. They didn't know who you were. The one thing yeah. was that, that weird honor battle at the end. But yeah. I was like, okay, that just that was weird. We're just all getting up and kill the dude. Like, yeah. He's obviously there to make your day a living hell. Why don't you just finish him off? Yeah, huh. yeah that's probably one of my favorite um, portrayals oh, of vampires. Yeah. Just because of the way they looked, the way they acted. It was, it was truly horrifying. Yeah. Like if I found myself... I'd probably off myself if I found myself... In that situation. Oh, so you'd be the other cop that ended up killing his family? Yeah. I just, we're going to go ahead and we're going to spare ourselves, guys. We, if we don't know what they're going to do to us, we're going to spare ourselves. Yeah. I mean, it was a wild movie, especially the scene when they they start, seriously, they would first come down on that city or and start on that town and start tearing people apart. Yeah. Like when they're looking through like the, the, the main road through town and there's like eating people, you see people running and they're yeah. just tackling them and biting them. Because you know there's no sunlight, there's nothing you can do to really hurt yeah. me. It's insane. Oh yeah, have you seen forty days a night. No, do oh, they have to follow the same rule of being invited into your house? No, <laughs> I don't think they had to follow that. No, no. Um, the only the, it was weird because they, they still had they they had some sort of honor like you couldn't they didn't want you to turn other ones. So that one messed up and he he had turned one, and that uh, the lead vampire killed him because he had turned somebody else. Mm. He killed both. But he basically just he just killed that one vampire because he made a mistake and turned somebody else. Yeah. And he was like, you don't do that. Um, even though they, they have this weird language they talk. Yeah. There's a second one, but I never watched it. Yeah, I didn't. Because I was like, no. Was it 80 days a night? <laughs> no. No? But it was more... 20? It basically, they basically <laughs> did like they did with Blair Witch. You know how it was like a very indie-esque film, the first one, the second one, yeah. they overproduced it and tried to make a plot out did of I it. Did I see the second one? Blair Witch Project? I don't think I saw the second one. You didn't, didn't watch that one? Ones. I don't well, think the Book of Shadows. I didn't see that. It was. I didn't. I didn't mind it. It was. I mean, it was. It wasn't like a awesome movie. I'd be handing Oscars to. All right. But it was a. It was a decent movie. I watched. It was weird. Because I mean, because they had money, and they had a but. They, they were able to do things. So it was actually more right. of a. It was more of a movie this time. Okay. And there was actually visual things you saw, like the the chick going backwards. They kept that basically was teasing to the fact that you needed. They needed to play the movies backwards. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen *Book of Shadows*, um, but yeah, at this point in time, fuck yourself yeah. if you haven't figured it out. But yeah, it was basically just they kept seeing things happen in reverse, and so they finally realized that oh crap, we're supposed to watch these videotapes back in reverse, and they watch it, and that's when they see what actually happened to mm-hmm. them because they've lost all knowledge of time. 
they just woke up the next morning and they don't know what happened. Weird. And um, it was, so it was very weird what was going on. Hmm. And then, I I forgot they even made a sequel. Yeah, it was. Um, well, I say sequel. I guess is it was it a sequel prequel? It's a sequel. Yeah, okay. they go to find the videos of those the guys the the two guys and the girl that went out before. <laughs> they find the videos or something, or they go to the spot where that was that happened. It was, it was basically it's a a guy who runs a tour of the Blair Witch stuff. Uh, and so a okay, group of people okay, go okay, with okay. him, and then that's when that happens. He takes them back to their place, trying to figure out what's going on. I think his van's all busted to hell. Mm. Um, and so they're stuck there and they're freaking out. It's an interesting, it's a definitely an interesting uh, movie. It's something I would, I'd, I'm not going to watch it again. I've already seen it twice, but you might want to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen it. Because right, I, I was one of the few that enjoyed the first one. Yeah, I thought the first one was good. I didn't like the ending. I see the ending is where it made it for me. I didn't like the ending. I hated the movie up until the ending. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I would But I also had a friend trying to grope some girl next to me. Oh. So... Hey. That was it was a strange experience. I mean I would have had the chick die first just because I she annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like I'm so sorry. Yeah. I was like, oh, just someone just off her. And then we'll kill the other two guys later, but at least they're not like crying constantly. Yeah. And like obnoxious. I thank it because it gave us the found well found film already existed before, but it made it popular and viable. And we got some really great found footage films. But it took there. a long time, right? Because to me, it the did. next popular one was Paranormal Activity. That was years oh, that, that later. That Cloverfield stuff was awesome. Yeah. But even then, wasn't that also a well, long it, it time took years, after? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. think Everything it was, was more so like, even though like that movie made a lot of money, I think there was some backlash. And I think people might have been afraid to... Because Paranormal Activity wasn't even made by a major studio. It was just made by Oren, Oren Pelly was the director and he made it himself and then holy crap oh. <laughs> and then um, Steven Spielberg I believe his company picked it up uh. made a few like editor editor changes or whatever editorial changes to it and put it out almost as is so when they made the additional ones you know like with this movie they made the additional ones with a bigger budget but like that original one Maybe Wait, what are we talking about right now? Are we talking about paranormal? paranormal? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like the first one was made for like a few, like maybe. No, that um, and no, that that wasn't my point. Was it, it was the time. T- the time period? Like to yeah. me, if Blair Witch had made that, uh, super like it would have been a couple of years later. Because I we think you were seeing shit. it more so too, like because America's kind of copycat. You were seeing it more so in other countries. Yeah. Rather well, that's than only because oh, they that don't was, have that movie was, studios. Yeah, that's their whole point. budget. <laughs> we're America, we're rich. That that was produced. <laughs> you just thought it was found footage because it kind of was. They found it later. No. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I, and I think like, so like movies like The Ring and The Grudge, we see them do well somewhere else. Ah, The Ring. Oh, The Ring wasn't we found footage. It wasn't, but I'm saying like, that's, yeah, 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 I no. think they started seeing it in other countries and they're like, oh, maybe we should try this shit. And then, you know, but I, I do think like, I think people kind of look at the Blair Witch and be like, oh, that proved that it could be done. But yeah, you're right. It did take, it took a good, what, almost 10 years before well, we saw I, another. It ha- something like that. Because what well, Blair Witch was what, maybe 98? I think 98, 99. And then Paranormal Activity was like 07, 08. Was it? Well, no, 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 08 or 09. Okay. Yeah, yeah Paranormal so. Activity. So it took about 10 years. Which is, I mean, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, I mean, I wonder if there's like a... Um, found footage vampire movie that would be pretty cool i'm looking up this one there's apparently one that shows up called afflicted 
When did it come um, out? Well, it was uh, my bad. 2013, or was it? Or, yeah, Afflicted. And, uh, it's, oh, it's Canadian. Uh, I won't watch it. Sorry. Um, oh my god! Uh, it says plot, and then the plot is completely like I don't want all this. Like, just tell me the main like summary of the plot. I don't want to give you like paragraphs. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's everything. Um. I don't. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to see if there's like at least a little more to it. Apparently, it's like a disease or something they catch in this vampirism. Ooh, like contain? Is it containment? No, what is it? It's contagion. Like yeah, kind of like contagion. Um, but yeah, I think I think that would be really cool if they did another one like that, a found footage vampire thing, kind of like the same scenario as um, Forty Days a Night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but like someone with actual uh, actual camera. The only thing I have a problem with that, and like South Park made fun of it too, is when the dude what, had the found f- footage. Yeah, thing? found footage when the gerbils attacked the giant gerbils, the Peruvian fruit flute bands. <laughs> I didn't see that. Episode. Oh man! But yeah, Randy has the camera, and they keep getting mad at him. Like, put the camera down. He's Sean, Sean. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm what? So scared. Oh, I've seen that clip. I've seen that clip. He keeps shaking the camera. Yeah. yeah. Hold the camera. <laughs> Say something to the camera. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, if you were actually in a in a scenario like that and you know running for your lives from vampires, are you really going to hold the camera the whole time and film it? That's like, the thing. So, at what point do you drop the camera? I know well, Blair. That's not even dro- that's not even my concern. Is like, okay, I, actually, this is a better question. Um, again, Vampire Diaries, they're quick. Like, in, they're like flash quick. Mm-hmm. Is that normal? Is that a normal lore, or is that specific to that? Show. I've seen it in other lores. Yeah, uh, Queen of the Dam. They have that crazy fast, like it's almost a blur when they. Yeah, I mean, move. it's it's literally yeah. like the Flash is yeah. what it seemed like to me. So, and um, uh, Twilight, it was like that too, right? They yeah. Have, like, yeah. In my, runs with her on his back or some shit. <laughs> yeah, in my mind, if a found like you're not gonna escape that, like if that vampire is after you. Well, so it depends on the, like the, the the vampires you're talking about. So in Forty Days a Night, they weren't. Particularly fast. I well, mean, that, fast, that's ex- well, that's what I'm saying. So, fast, like, like, that's why I wanted to know if yeah. this was like a, a like a consistent thing. Yeah. Because if it was, then no, like that would that would be a, that almost, would be a minute long video. So there's almost no, <laughs> there's almost. No, <laughs> I mean, you're not hiding from that fucking yeah. vampire. I it's like there's almost no consistency in vampire movies. Like even was it the one with uh, John Carpenter's vampires? Mm-hmm. He even goes over it. Like James Woods' character mm-hmm. is like. Garlic, he'll uh, he'll just take the garlic, put it around your neck, and like screw you from behind. Like <laughs> he was just like, no, that doesn't work. Um, but what was it? Stake through the heart that works, all that stuff. And like, so it, like it depends. I think stake from the heart is usually the the one that's, that's the, the most truth. consistent. Yeah. The other ones are like the chopping the head off or ripping the head off mm-hmm. and burning the body, yeah. which is old time, um, old folklore. That was how they handled a lot of it was burning the body. Mm. And actually, the stake from the heart thing is actually mostly from how they used to protect from vampires rising from the dead, was they'd actually pin them down to the coffin. Oh, uh, And so okay. that's kind of where they, they got that from, was they would actually pin them down. Um, and I think the reasoning for the tombstone was to keep it the pressure on top oh. of them, so they wouldn't be able to lift Interesting. out. So, anyways... I think we've went a long ways, a long time on this podcast. We've gone through a lot on yeah. this podcast. 
good podcast. We went, so we went from vampire lore to movie reviews to immor- immortality. Uh, so, anyways, we're on our beer now uh, from this evening. Uh, Wise yeah. Blood IPA from Either Wild Heaven. Another one? No thanks. Um, <laughs> what did everyone think? I'll start with Ben this time. Uh, nah, I'm good. <laughs> good? Yeah, like I didn't really care for it. Well, I'm about to open my third, so that says a lot. Yeah, I um maybe I'm also I, a lush. <laughs> I uh I, I I it wasn't horrible. It was a it, I mean it was definitely IPA. There was a little bit of a different flavor to it. I couldn't really put my finger on. It's blood or in uh, probably blood. I think it was blood. I think it was the wise blood. Um, yeah. I what I it wasn't my favorite. Um, but I I would drink it if it was offered to me. So I guess there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt, Oh, no, the wise blood definitely went straight to my dick. So, the I'm on my third one. It that you know I said before many times I say IPAs all taste the same because it's it's an IPA like it's just that fucking bitter hoppy taste. This one did. It had a different taste. Like, but I couldn't. I don't know what it is. I don't. I'm not. I don't have a refined palate. I just know that it's different. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so I don't know what it was, but it was different and it was good. Yeah. Awesome. Well. um... Check us out on Instagram at Touched by a Podcast, uh, Facebook at Touched by a Podcast, or Twitter at Touched by a Pod. Please follow us, like us, subscribe, whatever you got to do. Um, we have a Patreon page. Please check us out there. Look for Touched by a Podcast. Subscribe, help us out. Uh, we want to do uh, some remote sessions and. Um, Definitely need beer money, so anybody wants to subscribe, this would be <laughs> awesome. Uh, we uh, also have our email address up, uh, so if you want to contact us and you don't feel like sliding to our DMs... Um, you can slide my DM anytime, though. Mm-hmm. I'm a single man. These two aren't. Nice. Get in there. Mm-hmm. I'm nice. a lonely man, too. <laughs> I would love people to talk to. Anyways, info. Outside of this podcast, they don't talk to me. Info... <laughs> At touchbyapodcast.com is where you can email us and, you know, give us your thoughts, feedback. Um, definitely let us know any topics you would like us to talk about. Um, much appreciated if you let us know what's going on and tell us if you like it or if you don't, then. I would love, Uh-oh. I would love to read some hate mail. Uh-huh. I know. No, you learn from the hate. Yeah. I don't want no hate. Sometimes. Hate, hate, hate. Of course hate, you don't. Hate, you're you're fragile. Hate, hate, you're soft. Hate, 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 And uh, our website should be up. Um, no. Next June. Next June. No. Uh, www.touchbyapodcast.com. Um, so you can check us out there, too. So with that being said, for Touch by a Podcast, this is Chris. Hey, Mick. What? <laughs> I'm Ben. Jim in. Sign it off. Paranormally not normal. Explain so. Good game, guys.